We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include Mature Themes. The world is a weird and wild place. But even now, there are men who seek to tame it by any means necessary. Hatred is spreading throughout the land, covering it with fear and blood. Masquerading as propaganda for safety, darkness is spreading, consuming those who do not fit with the natural order. Infecting the streets with political grandstanding, they have set their sights on the highest office. Bounty hunters with badges try and keep the promises of a dead man, but the weight of death clings to their steps. Their rage is palpable, and revenge is consuming. Two decades have passed since the gateway between this world and a world of unbridled madness was opened. The door stands open still, and the wilds are slowly seeping in, searching out the ones that freed them from their cage. This is the Feywild West. We are the nightmares they want you to fear. We are the dead man's promise. Let's be legendary. And welcome back to Let's Be Legendary, Wild West Edition. Ride. Baby shark. (laughs) I didn't know that was a meme until you pointed it out to me. Now you're seeing it definitely well. I know. Now I can't stop seeing it. Have you you heard the song? No. Or later we are going to listen to the song and then it will be in your head forever. (laughs) What are we doing? You had just witnessed, as one of the members of the 42nd, a shorter woman, mean-looking. Mean-looking. She is. She she is mean-looking, but it seems to soften a bit, given that she is pretty deep into her cups already. I have a question. Yes. Pretty loud in here, right? It gets quieter as she's up on top of the table shouting at everybody. All right, did she finish shouting? Yeah, she finished shouting. All right, and it's, it's kind of rowdy in here? Yeah. All right. I use some energy to say very quietly, only in area, so that no one else can hear. Can I get up? You've been doing stuff close to that anyway, and <laughs> honestly, I like what you've been doing with this stuff, so I'm just going to go ahead and say yes. Also, even if you couldn't with that, you could minor illusion it. Oh. With... Some combination of the cantrips at your disposal, you are able to do that. You've got all the, um, I'm gonna fuck up your shit and then giggle about it cantrips. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so a tiny voice says in area in Talia's voice. You missed one. She's currently engrossed in drunken conversation with one of her current members, and she kind of just like hears the voice and looks around. There's a, I miss what? We got all those, we got all those bastards. And then a voice says in another ear, that's not what you missed. Convinced that it's like one of the other 42nd members that was like slightly behind her. And she <laughs> turns around to him and is like, what did I miss? And he just turns, 
but what did I miss? <laughs> and they just they start arguing over what she missed. All right, and then another voice just in you. I know who you are, Vanessa. She whirls around and looking. And one, one, one more. The children of the wolf are still hunting. Oh, shit. That's a good one. She now, like, she went from, like, shit-faced drunk to stone-cold sober. sober. <laughs> Boy, that'll do it. <laughs> Better than a cup of coffee, huh? As her face actually goes a little white and she looks around and starts making her way over to uh, one of the other 42nd members. I slide my hand down for a lo-fi from Talia. <laughs> Although I do, at this point, I do look at Juliana and kind of give her a look. You got a back way out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come, come back around this way. I we actually got a couple, but I'll take you to the. Okay. Yeah. As nonchalantly as possible, we're not drawing any attention to ourselves. So I'm kind of looking to see what she's doing as we are leaving. She goes over to one of the other 42nd members mm-hmm. and essentially pulls him away from his drink, slaps him across the face and starts like talking to him in a very serious manner. And they both make their way to one of the staircases and up to an upper room. What does he look like? Kind of young. Looks, yeah, maybe to be late 20s, early 30s. Blondish hair, but has a nasty scar through one of his lips. Hmm. Do I know what rooms they are going to? Not off the top of your head. Like, you don't know what rooms yes, but they can have. I, can I see what, what room he's going to? What they are go- which, which rooms they are going to? The rooms towards the left side of the building. The staircase. There's two t- staircases that go up and around, so. All right, let's go. All right. I have an idea, but let's get out of here. Okay, you go out the back way. Okay. You all right, huh? Wait, which way is the back way? Are we outside? You're headed out the back way, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. We wait till yeah. we're outside. Yeah. All right, before before you do that, I'm going to go into Cortez's body, uh-huh. and I'm going to send him up to where that room was uh-huh. to see if there's a window. Okay, make a perception check. All right. Perception is not so great, I don't think. Oh, it's not bad. Uh, 11. 11. Cortez flutters up and starts flying past the windows. There, mm-hmm. there are windows on the second floor, but it looks like most of the rooms have their curtains drawn. Mm-hmm. And you're not really, he's not really able to tell which room that they're in. Can he land? and like nearby that side of the building and just kind of wait until he might. Yes, I'm like, trying, I, 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 well, I'm trying to listen through. Yeah, I know. Well, can he? Can you have him like, like wait out and see if he gets any like movement or any voices yes, or anything Yes, can, like can I do that? Because yeah. he is out the voice that I'm kind of telling him to listen for. All right, one more perception check. One more perception check. Yeah. Um, that's better, uh, 19. Oh yeah, that, good. He eventually flutters down and settles on the second room and kind of peers in 
through the glass. I, th- I think he's listening. I don't think yeah. he's looking. I'm, okay. I'm, t- I'm, trying to t- I'm telling him to, if he's looking, make sure he's not seen. Right. You hear two voices from inside the room. Also, in my body, I have, like, clapped your arm so you know that what I'm doing. Yeah. Is she all right? She's fine. Oh. Just let her... You know, as I'm standing there with my eyes wide, going milk white. Yeah. Yes, we are fine. You hear Melody saying to the younger member, send word. And I'm repeating this. I can speak, right? Yeah. 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 I am repeating this to you in night speak. Send word to dusk down immediately. I don't care if you have to ride day and night. You get word up to Jim to get his ass down here. But the plan, forget the goddamn plan. If I'm right, I know I'm right. The plan's fucked. If we want this to go anywhere close according to plan, Jim needs to get his ass down here yesterday. All right, um... I'll leave in the morning. No, you will fucking get on your horse and leave now. Take Jefferson with you. Fine, I'll go pull him out of his cups. You're pretty spooked, Sarge. What's out there? Kid, you've fought people. What out there ain't people. And in my body, I giggle a little. <laughs> we are so much worse. Get going, right? As they uh, finish up, Cortez cars and flies away. All right, he's going to the front of the building, and he's going to perch kind of on the sign or something. Uh-huh. And uh, just to watch. Okay. Who rushes out and goes to their horse to get a good look at whoever the second person is? Right. Oh. As she's talking and describing what's happened... I've taken out the Silver Raven, uh-huh. and I'm just waiting for a minute. But to answer Juliana's original question, if yeah. I'm okay, um, I look at a dead in the eye and I say, that woman that's in charge of the 42nd murdered my family, and I need proof before I can kill her. My God. And I activate Lenore. Lenore. Uh-huh. Joshua, 42nd, planning something in Crankshaft. Two members head into dust down. I need a favor. Intercept them and stop them. I think that's enough. I think that's enough words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Please. <laughs> okay. I think if, cause it took us a couple of days. Almost a week's trip from Ubendale to Crankshaft. Yeah, but if they're going to dust down. That's further. If, yeah, so if, if they're going. If they're going from from crankshaft to either they cut this way or Mm -hmm. they go that way, they can get there first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and this bird flies faster. Yeah. So, I just, yeah, that was my only hope. Yeah. (laughs) Because if we try and stop them, we don't have any evidence. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, I guess we could just, like, wait until they get out, but... If there's even a remote chance that we don't, we're not able to subdue them and like tie them in the basement uh-huh. <laughs> somewhere, you know, or they get out or some possibility, then it's gonna warn them. Uh huh. So you send Cortez to the front of the building and he 
waits and watches as about 10 minutes later, two people stumble their way out of the front of the miner's respite. They look like they're sobering up. Got it, okay. But one of them is the human male that you saw Melody take aside. The other is a dwarf with black hair and beard. And they both go to nearby stables and get horses and start their way out of town. We don't follow them. Don't? Nope. I do lose the eight of pentacles inverted, which means um, not having pride in your work and, and not having focus. And I think that means that we should do this the way that we had planned. Yes. All right. I asked Lenore to stay out of sight as much as she possibly can and then I send okay. her off with that message. Okay. Hopefully it'll reach them. Hopefully it'll reach him in time and hopefully they'll be able to get out there fast. And I have been I have been relaying everything to you quietly in night speak ever since the Cortez sees. Yeah. All right. And as he sees them, he comes back to me and I disconnect. I don't like your faces, just so you know. I make faces when I roll things. Yeah, it's disturbing. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> you rolled a 17, so that's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yes. Got, I, yeah. Is Cortez back with me now? Yes. Okay. Let's hope that message doesn't get intercepted, and let's hope it can get to the DMP's office in Ubendale. I'd, I'd send it to the crossroads, but they don't know us there quite yet. Joshua right. knows us, sort of. I'm surprised you did not send it to our boss. What's he gonna do? By the time it gets to him, there's no, well, I suppose telegraphs or a thing, but again, it would go to Upendale. And I do not trust a telegraph. Telegraphs yeah. can also be intercepted. Yeah. Hopefully he'll have the, the wherewithal to let James know, but if not, we'll let him know ourselves. Okay. It, in any case, I think I have bought us more time to be influential. Hopefully. It's about three days, and it's about two, so that's right, it's about five days from the Bundell to Crankshaft. Yeah. <laughs> Talia yes. looks so tired. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get you home. We have done everything we can for now. She's just inside. She is. Maybe we should keep watch or something. But I don't know what we're watching for. Maybe we need to get some sleep. You need to get some sleep. I wish I could run. But that's gonna attract attention. A lot of attention. <sighs> Would walking help? I don't know, it might make me more anxious. And then it's two people out in the middle of the desert. No protection. Oh, in but didn't... <laughs> oh, okay. In quotations. Oh, but didn't you hear Melody? We aren't people. Oh, so true, so <laughs> true. Maybe walking would be best. Would you like me to come with you? Yeah, if you wouldn't mind. Of course. Uh, I thank Juliana for her help, and if she has, if she needs anything, just let us know. But I just look a wreck. <laughs> I look like an absolute goddamn wreck. Just wait here a moment, sweetie. Just hold on. And she goes back inside comes out a moment later holding a bottle. Take this. I've seen that look. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. What right. is it? It's not labeled. What does it sound like? 
very strong whiskey. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> I might have to save this until after this whole nonsense is taken care of, but I do greatly appreciate it. She nods. The less I'm inebriated until this is over the better. Well, what if when it is over? We are going to get completely smashed. Oh, yeah. Expect me to spend a lot of money in your establishment. This is all over with. She nods and, well, you take care. Will do, thank you. You take care as well. Now, as long as they pay, she rolls her eyes. Still be careful. All right. If you need anything, you know where to find us. She nods. I guess we go walk. Mm -hmm. Okay. Maybe right outside of town. Yeah. So you can shift. Yeah. Until we're reasonably away from town and lights and just mostly desert uh-huh. surrounding us. And yeah. I... Yeah, I shift. Okay. I'm kind of a wreck though, yeah. so <laughs> it's. What is the moon like? Like what phase is it in? Be waning again at this point. Passable. Yeah, passable. Okay. Is she talking to you? Moon? Mm-hmm. Not really. Don't you stop talking to me as well. I'm still talking to you. I'm just... You're frustrated. It's that moment when everything is so close. And I'm just worried that one wrong move is going to send it all down. Even if it does, then we will find them again. There's more at stake now, though. There is. It's not just me wanting to get revenge. It's it's someone dying back in Crankshaft. It's that idiot getting elected. It's our son in danger. It's whatever's happening in the 42nd. Well, perhaps, um... It is time to stop thinking about it as revenge and now start thinking about it as prevention. We are preventing mortalities. Like what happened with your pack. I don't disagree with you. Part of the whole mission in the first place was make sure they never do something like this again. Mm -hmm. But I never even imagined they would be this widespread. Not for a goddamn moment. I don't know what to do, Celine. What do you mean? I just don't know what to do. Is killing them gonna be enough? For what? For it to end. There's always gonna be idiots that think that. There are. But letting them go will ensure that it will happen again. I suppose. You do not have to have all the answers, Tanya. No one does. That's good, I don't have any of them. Talia. Oh, boy. Hmm? You're shifted, right? Yes. As you're walking along, you catch a whiff of something. What is it? It's a bit distant, but it's distinct. Campfire. Somebody's made camp out here. Hmm. Shall we investigate? How far out? Maybe 
300 yards further south and to the east. Sure, why not? Just walk towards it. Okay. Any attempt to be stealthy? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Actually, do you want me to send Cortez? Ooh. Because crows fly very silently. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's keep walking towards there. We'll, we'll kind of stay on the quiet side. But send Cortez in. Alright, I'm going to send Cortez towards where you direct him. Okay. Off that way. Oh, I don't have anything. Else. Oh, is it still? Are we rolling still? Right, I'm fine. <laughs> oh, disadvantage. That's right. <sighs> Alright, um, nine. Nine, okay. Nine, but I rolled nat 20 plus four. Right, so you're moving along fairly quietly. Celine, it's a little bit harder for you since you aren't using your eyes right now exactly. Uh-huh. Oh, so, that's true. But, so I keep, like, stubbing my toes on the rocks and going, oh, shit. Yeah, but for the most part, you guys are moving forward pretty quietly. Right. I'm allowing that at 20 to bleed over a bit to Celine. Oh, thank Because you. <laughs> you're having to help guide her along. Anyways, right. So. Also, I'm probably doing that thing where, you know, when you have headphones on and you cannot hear yourself, and so you end up talking louder than you <laughs> intend to. Right. <laughs> you send Cortez, he flies forward. It's down in a little bit of a gully. All right. So it's hidden from casual observers, but flying over, it doesn't even require a perception check. Mm -hmm. You see a small campsite, campfire, about four or five tents, about three horses, and five individuals all sitting around the campfire. Looks like they're currently eating. All right, Cortez is going to circle a few times uh-huh. and then land outside of the camp of the, the encampment to try and see what he can okay. see or hear. Alright, make a perception check. Alright. Uh, <laughs> 11? Oh, I have advantage. I have advantage. Does Cortez have advantage? But, yeah, I'll say yes. <laughs> Alright, 14. 14? Okay. Yeah. yeah, you're able to tell pretty easily. Looking at them, they're all wearing kind of roughshod armor. Are you relaying this to me? Oh, very quietly. They're all wearing roughshod armor, rusted or missing pieces. They all have crude looking weapons. They look just like standard weapons, but with extra bits attached to them to make them look more quote unquote savage. But you also catch, just kind of laying out from one of the tents, the edge of a 40-second uniform. How many again? Five. <laughs> Easy. Uh, oh, Tess is coming back to me and I'm disconnecting from him. Okay. So, am I still shifted? I'll say yeah. We could really scare some people before we kill them. Oh, no, no. I don't want to kill him. Oh. Well, what do you want to do? I want to hurt him first. I love girls. But, uh, let's do a couple alive and bring them back. Hmm. Or, the other thing is, we can go get the sheriff. Like, right now. Yes, let's do that. Let's do that. The fact that I know the wilderness pretty well. Uh-huh. Would I be able to find that site again? Yeah. 
Sweet. I was like, yeah. We we stop, turn back around, mm-hmm. and we go find the sheriff. You get back in town. It's well past sunset. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. In fact, I'm going to call it close to midnight. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you find the sheriff's house and bang on the door. It's no answer for a couple minutes, but you eventually hear like something fall over deep within the house. I'm having to pay for that. <laughs> Don't know, we lit a shot on gold. How much do we have? We're okay. We're just not, uh, we're not flush. Is what... Yeah, we, we have 1,600. Oh no. Oh no, yeah, we're under 2,000. I need to get some, the next time we are in airplane, I need to get something to, to, to make this um, stealth thing better. I just might have something. Can I get something that has advantage on stealth and so I just have no more stealth? Boots of elven kind. Boots of elven kind. Ooh, as they still there. And this could probably make them. Probably, probably make them, yeah. <laughs> Good, because if he tries to sell me ugly green boots, I am going to be <laughs> so mad. <laughs> Did I mention how much I love To go Ernest, what are these? <laughs> you expect me to put them on my own feet? <laughs> Yes, anyway. So. Sheriff. Sheriff. Eventually, you hear a couple things kind of like banging around inside and- While we are waiting, I'm shuffling my cows. Okay. The door opens and a bleary-eyed Sheriff Grimm in his boxers opens the door. It's a good look. I do that one too. (laughs) I give him a look. So, we found your ox. What? The orcs. Quotations. Wanna go see him? Give me a minute. You take all the time you need. You found you found orcs. Well they look oh, well. They, well they look suspiciously like 32nd, but that are dressed up to look like orcs, but uh, you know, I thought before we did anything as far as engaging them in any sort of discussion involving bullets that uh oh, okay right we should get you first okay all right give me five minutes one <laughs> two okay, i'm just <laughs> no yeah, he he's like uh come on in. <laughs> okay it's it's a it's a really small house mm-hmm. in fact actually the whole house is probably no bigger than like this area. Our living room? Yeah. Aww. <laughs> uh, it, there, there's a kitchen with a table and a washroom, a bedroom, and like a couple of chairs. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a working man and he doesn't have a family, so it's right. just... How old is he? He's human. It looks to be maybe in his 60s. He uh, goes in and pulls like clothes off the floor and gets his holsters and pulls them on. All right. Normally I would demand a cup of coffee, but nope. I, too I, important. I offer him a chocolate covered espresso bean. What's that? It's an espresso bean covered in chocolate. They make those. They're really good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Eats it in contra. Uh, okay. <laughs> I am still shuffling my cards as he's getting dressed. How is this going to go? I'll have an intuitive nudge in the right direction. 
good news, I hope. See five of pentacles inverted. Recovery from loss. That's not bad. See four of wands. Hopefully. Inverted. Transition. And death. Change. Well, something's gonna change. Alright, uh... Anybody else? Anybody else we should wake up or just you? You know what? Uh, swing by the office. I got one of my deputies on graveyard duty. Hmm, I like graveyard duty. It is always so interesting. Right. Not actual... Yeah, anyway. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Cannot take he's, uh, he's been the, uh more hard-headed, one of my more hard-headed deputies. So uh, we're gonna bring him along to get a third party involved in this, so. That works for me. Let's go wake him up, cause I, I know he's sleeping. <laughs> Got he it. He is sleeping on the job? Uh, yeah. Can, can I wake him up? Can I wake him up? I don't want him to have a heart attack. He won't have a, I've, I've never given anyone an heart attack. I have a question. <laughs> For how long he takes and how long it's going to take him, mm-hmm. can I like sit somewhere? <laughs> would it Would it say roughly around a half hour? Sure. Okay. I'm he, just going to like yeah. chill. Okay. <laughs> For a half hour. Can I give you head scratches? Can I give you belly scratches? <laughs> That's insulted. Do it again. (laughs) (laughs) So just to say I get my... Right. That back. All right, yeah, let's go get him. He comes back a little bit later with a bleary-eyed deputy. Uh, Looks at a halfling. What? Well, good afternoon. Oh, good night, I should say. Good morning. Good morning. Past midnight morning. I offer him a chocolate covered espresso bean as well. Oh, okay. He takes yeah. that and pops it. Thanks. You are very welcome. Courtesy of the DMP. Has any felt a second ever, if ever offered you a chocolate covered espresso bean? I don't think so. Uh huh. So, the sheriff lets you know what's going on? Said you guys found something weird uh, south. I, I still think it's a bad idea, Sheriff. Those orcs out there. Oh, well, they are not really that scary <coughs> once you get up close to them. They look very. And, uh, but uh, Sheriff holds up his hand. Now, Hector, Hector, we're not going too far away, from what I understand. And I just want an extra gun hand, just in case things get out of hand. Oh, all right. Last time we saw, they were about five. So we should be all right. It can't be any more difficult than when we killed 12 by ourselves. Orcs? What? <laughs> Little giggle echoes in his ear. <laughs> you aren't kidding about that, Sheriff. That is darn. Yeah, I know. No. <laughs> well, and, and, we... and, and Hector feels a little cold chill go down his spine. Oh, he was feeling that already. So. Yeah, well, he feels another one. And this one is worse. Shall we, gentlemen? Right. 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 I lead them out Mm -hmm. to where we were going in about, Mm. let's say, 300 yards, I start. Okay. Like, 
being more stealthy. But at this point, can they see? Oh, I'm going to send Cortez ahead of us to make sure they're still there. Okay. You send them. They still are. At this point, they've actually retired to their tents. Okay. Make stealth checks. Stealth. Mm. <laughs> ah! Oof. Oh, shit. Um. Oh. Oh, man. Can I use a luck point to keep that? Ten for me. I'll let you use a luck point to re-roll the first one. But let's say I used a luck point on that first one, and now I re-rolled it. But then you still have to roll again and take the lower of the two. Yeah, that didn't work. <laughs> I was like, I was gonna try to try to lift it and drop it, so I just landed back on twenty. And it was like two. I was like, damn it. Okay. Oh, you know what? Hey, that's yeah. that's nineteen. All right, cool. <laughs> All right. Cool. You can carry my ass because I did ten. Tell this is not the time to start singing. I'm not singing. <laughs> Just tripping over the damn rocks. You all make your way forward fairly stealthily, and Hector's a little like, Jeff, what are we doing out here? But you eventually get up to a point where you can look down into the gully. The fire is dying down. It is at this time that one of the tent flaps opens up, and one of the 42nd, kind of half in, half out of his orc dress up. His orc cosplay. His orc cosplay. Just like enough of it's taken off that he can sleep comfortably, but still like slap stuff back on if he has to quickly. Mm -hmm. And he gets up and goes over to a bush and starts to take a piss. How far away is he? Maybe about 70 feet. There, Hector. There's your goddamn orcs. Pretty shrimpy orcs, aren't they? You want to take all of them alive? Because I can aim for the kneecaps. Hector's looking kind of dumbfounded. It's like, but I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, hell, I hate saying this, but it's all a fucking conspiracy. I bet with the 42nd in town protecting you from orcs, Leroy Brown looks real good right now, don't he? And with all the attention that Crankshaft has been getting, I bet they're a pretty important part of the next election. Hector starts nodding. Holy shit. So how many do you want to keep alive? All of them. I don't think it's a good idea to take him tonight. Why not? I'd rather catch him in the act. You got an idea of how to do that? I do now. Hmm. Well, good, because we were stopped. <laughs> Fair enough. I found him back to town. Hang on, I'm going to take a picture on my phone and put it on Instagram. <laughs> it's a yeah. bad orc cosplay. <laughs> Tell you on the way back into town. We're following you, Cher. I'm taking orc cosplay at ClankCon. <laughs> <laughs> I know for a fact, one of the metal workers in town is sending out a shipment tomorrow, today. I think we met him. He's uh, sending it down to Railville. Well, technically it's headed on its way to Blackwater by way of Railville. He's been concerned because it's a prime target for orc, using quotation mark, attacks. Right. 
Yeah, I think we met him the other day. He was saying the same thing to us. I'm gonna ask him to delay a shipment. Quietly? Quietly. And instead... We're going to dress ourselves up like tools and other metalworking things and, and, and pretend to be the shipment. Sort of. I get to be a shovel. I'm gonna call in three favors I have with the mayor, pulling every chip that I have with him because he owes me. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna get him heading down to Railville. How are you going to do that? He is in their pocket. That's gonna be quite a damn feat. Think he'd do it? He may be in their pocket, but I doubt he actually knows what's going on. He did seem rather clueless when you did that trick. Hmm. What trick? I did nothing. <laughs> right. I think I can get him on that cart. Does he travel in with anybody, or are we just staying back and hiding? We're gonna, rather, you. I think it'd be mighty suspicious if the four to second saw the sheriff riding out of town with a with just a random shipment of metal goods. Mm -hmm. But you and maybe one or two of my deputies are gonna ride with the shipment down to Railville. I expect you'll be ambushed. Most likely. Just make sure the mayor sees them before you start shooting. Can do. Can I make a suggestion? The two of us riding out as protection, as good DMP members we are, we graciously offer to escort that shipment down to Brillville. You have one or two of your deputies hiding in the ship. So there's not actually anything in there except those two. That way, we've got some element of surprise, and uh, they'll think just two lowly DMP members tragically died on the road through nasty orcs. Oh, wait, we are going to die? Well, they'll think if we're the only ones out there protecting them. <laughs> two against however many are out there. There might be more. We only saw five, but... Uh, I don't know if a lot of people know exactly that we were the only, we were the two that took down the Red Tree Gang. Uh, by ourselves. Yes. I like the idea of hiding deputies. Alright. Go ahead and you, you two make whatever preparations you need. I'm going to catch a few hours myself and then in the morning I'll make the preparations. Meet me outside Willard's shop at about 11. 11? We'll see you in the morning then. You two get some sleep. I think we just find a, an alleyway mm -hmm. and go to sleep. Mm -hmm. All right. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's you this time. It is you this time. Shut up. I am sleeping so nicely. At least I'm not drunk. Go ahead. It is a confused series of dreams. When you wake up, the only parts you remember are just vague, shadowy forms running around, shouting orders to each other, smell of blood and fire, and her face. Melodies. Her blood-spattered face. That's really all that 
is with you when you wake, and even that, the memories of it just start to fade pretty quickly, just a vague sense of violence. And you know Melody was in the dreams, but... Did I wake up early like I normally do? Like you normally do. Um, I wake up Celine, and mm. I go downstairs to make coffee. 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 I'm making it. I'm making it. Coffee. Coffee. You just do that until I... Coffee. <laughs> coffee. 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 It needs to brew. Coffee. Oh my god. <laughs> I eventually put one in your hand. Here. Oh, coffee. Oh, coffee. Normal mm. breakfast. Whatever we've got. I'm sure we've got something in there. You make yeah. eggs and I dump butt sauce on it. I need another bottle of this and it's getting low. Well, after we're done with dust down, I'm sure you can, uh, I'm sure you can get another bit are, of that. Are, you, are we going to dust down after this? We have to. Oh, right. Well, first we have to stop at, uh, Homeville. Because of oh the monks, the monks, and then there's reports of missing children in Dust Town. Even if it wasn't their home base, we we'd still have to go there because there's missing children. Mm. Can't let that slide. Right. It's just too much damn things to do. I would have liked to have immediately gone back to Aipike and see about getting Leroy Brown taken care of, but. It will, it will happen. It will come. I know. I've got to, just got to grip my teeth and hope Delilah's true to her word. If she's not, we will kill her. True, but, um, I hope she's, God, I hope they don't, I hope she's okay. I hope so as well. Anyway, here goes nothing. Here we go. So, 10.30, mm-hmm. we get out and head towards uh, Williams. I'm sorry. Willard. Willard's. Yeah. Willard. Willard. I didn't write that down because I'm eating. Willard's General Goods. You make your way to the shop, and the sheriff is already there with a halfling in a cloak wrapped tightly around. Is this right outside, or is this, like, towards the back? Towards the back, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I tip my hat, Maya. You just... He looks up at you. So you are... DMP members. The Reaper and the Wander and White at your service. Mm-hmm. Heard about the two of you. Oh. Oh, good things, I hope. <laughs> he, nar- he narrows his eyes at you, Celine. And my belt mask on. Good night, Tiltmaya, Dedim. Heard things about you. Yeah, okay. Funny, I don't know anything about you. The voice says in your ear. He just goes very still and just looks out towards the middle distance. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And then another voice in the other ear says, oh, you just wait. <laughs> Sheriff, I am reconsidering now. Remember our agreement? Yes, I remember our agreement. Celine, play nice. I look over at you. She's like, slowly look over at you. 
I remember our agreement, Sheriff, and upon returning, I look forward to collecting your badge. Wait, what? Sheriff kind of smiles through his teeth. And I say, wait, what? And I just say, wait, what? Take my mask off. What? Sheriff just kind of smiles through his teeth. Our arrangement is, uh... If I have wasted the mayor's time, I retire. I give him a look like, God damn it, old man. Really? Well, good thing we all know that this is not wasting your time, so. Mm-hmm. So Grim says, I am loath to believe these accusations that have been put about the generous members of the 42nd. Hmm, that is good. You should always remain skeptical of such um, sweeping accusations against anyone. Of course. Of course. They smile at you. Well, I guarantee, even if you do die, Mayor, we can bring you back. Wait, what? Both of us can now, actually. Mm-hmm. Just in case they get a good headshot. Don't worry, you're in good hands. Grim. Yes. Let's pretend for half a second that you're wrong. I know that's hard for you to admit or pretend, but let's pretend for a minute that you're wrong and there are orcs out there that will kill us as soon as we get two miles outside of town. Are these two plus your deputies really going to be able to protect me from them? Mayor, these two alone killed the Red Tree Gang. These two alone took out Jenny and John Zinn. I heard there was 42nd on the scene in Blue Peak. (laughs) I actually laugh at that. Yeah, the ones that didn't die or get, you know, extricated from the building. Sure, they were 42nd. Or didn't run away. (laughs) These two alone handled Yaldin. Hey, Yaldin, he gets a little quiet, actually. Not to derail our particular skills, man. Yaldin was a very specific case. We did handle the woman that was responsible, but Yaldin specifically, we were not the only ones. We were the only DMP members. But a few brave citizens did step up to help us out. Hmm. And the papers didn't mention that, but I think that needs to be counted. I had, um... I had a sister in Yaldin. Is she alright? No. I'm sorry. We didn't know how serious it was when we started investigating. If we knew, we would have gotten there a lot sooner. Well. Grim, you say they're competent. I'll trust your word on that. Let's get this over with. I'll get the horses ready then. Thank you so much for supporting Let's Be Legendary podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes. You'd be surprised how much this helps others to find us. 
For news and extra content, visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com or follow us on Facebook at Let's Be Legendary and Twitter at Let's Be Legend Pod. We also spend a lot of time in our Discord server, so please feel free to stop in and say hello. Links are in the description and on our website. For more content from our crew, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get to listen to episodes two days before the general public, exclusive sneak peeks of new art, DMs and players' notes on characters, and access to Bonus Round, a limited, exclusive series run by our patrons. Talia Gray is played by Chris Sass Council, Celine Argent is played by Megzi Sass Council, and our Dungeon Master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Our producer and manager is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Our producer, art director, and assistant mixer is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. And finally, our producer, director, editor, and mixer is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects are in the description below. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Amrit S. Brar, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary!